0: You're listening to Campus 180 Radio. Funny, thoughtful, real. Superman and Pikachu, Pixar
1: and Tony Hawk. These are top shelf items at are
0: very hot. But the things on the bottom shelf are what Mike and Adam want. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to a new season of Campus 180 Radio. We are honored that we are in the background while you multitask. Before you listen to some amazing stories and content, I want to invite you to our central hub where we meet as a community. Whether you live right next to us or halfway across the world, we can meet virtually on our Discord channel, Campus 180 Quarantine Zone. This is a hangout where we can play games bond over hobbies, share bad memes, answer wacky questions, or talk about life. Also, we will be coming up with another Discord channel this season, the Campus 180 Study Channel. This is where we will be hosting Bible studies, prayer times, and thoughtful discussions about life and our faith. If you are a young adult, log on to Discord right now and search Campus 180 to find our Discord channel or you can look us up in the show notes of this podcast. We can't wait to interact with you. Hello, fans and friends. Welcome to another episode of Bottom Shelf Dreams. Um, It's a miracle we have the original cast back. I am with my co-host, Adam.
1: What's going on, dude? You make it seem like I was gone for an eternity.
0: (laughs) You know, I'm like that dog whose owner leaves for a couple minutes and is like, right. this was an eternity. Why did you leave me?
1: Right, right. Basically, what you're saying is that you have the object permanence of a goldfish.
0: Yes. Yep. Yeah. Once you were gone, I'm like, he's gone forever. Uh, did, I, <laughs> did I imagine Adam? I don't think he was ever real.
1: Yeah, I ceased to exist.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, before we had Ivy and Ivy did a phenomenal job. She got us up to 21 listens. Um At this time, so if some people are on here and really like, where's the girl? I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure no female voice will be on this podcast.
1: I mean, unless we do an impression,
0: yes, and even then, it'll be bad, yeah, but you know this this is bottom shelf dreams. We talk about the things that are on the bottom shelf. They're not cool. They're not mainstream. They're only loved by people who make an effort to find them um. And our show is so weird. Like we we don't talk about just movies. Even though our last two episodes were about a nineteen eighty eight werewolf movie, and the movies before the one before that was all about Korean and Japanese and Chinese cinema. Um, but we're not gonna we're not gonna go in that route today, are we?
1: No, no. I mean, besides the uh, the little bit that we're talking about it right now. But um, yeah, no, this is a this is a this is a video game episode of our uh, beloved uh, podcast. And I I can't be I couldn't be more thrilled.
0: Right. We love video games. We love the four course meal of entertainment, video games, movies, music, (laughs) books, books, too many uh, TV. I don't know. There's a lot of them.
1: There's too much. We love media in any form it comes in.
0: Right, right. And the only thing that binds us together is we're just going to pick things that aren't that popular and that you kind of remember hearing about in the back of your mind, or right. maybe someone whispered it in the dark, but, you know, <laughs> it, it kind of just left you. That's the things we're going to talk about.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, one of these days we'll, we'll do an episode on snacks. We got to we're going to do a snack episode.
0: Mm hmm. You know, snacks, snacks are the best media.
1: Yeah, that's. Yeah, especially like advertising and like the whole like uh, you know cereals inventing the whole breakfast is the best meal, the most important meal of the day thing. There's a there's a whole thing to to talk
0: about there. Oh, they did, and you know, uh, the breakfast marketing people are geniuses, and they forever changed our culture.
1: It's True, and you know, I I heard a rumor that the entirety of the show Mad Men was just based on Kellogg executives.
0: You know, I would not, I would not disagree with you for a second. If you told kidding. me that, I would accept that as canon. Oh,
1: oh okay, right, right. Yeah, but it, it feels that way sometimes. I mean, there's, there's a whole bunch of crazy stories, but this is not a serial podcast right now.
0: I have this so is... many thoughts on serial.
1: Yeah, Darn well, it. Well, Later, later, another episode.
0: All right, so Adam, I feel like we need to go back into our game called "Is It Bottom Shelf?" Yes. This is where I name off a bunch of. Nouns. Some of them are uh, common nouns, proper nouns, exact nouns, nonspecific nouns. And you just tell me if it belongs on the bottom shelf um, or the top shelf.
1: Calibrate our taste to yours.
0: Right. So, uh, for, first of all, dinosaur shaped nuggets.
1: Ooh. Oh, man. I mean, I see these are the ones that. I think I've made the full circle from bottom shelf to top shelf. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think they originally were pretty slept on. Nobody really knew about them. And then we all experienced them, and now they're top shelf.
0: Right. You know, everyone had a friend that ate dinosaur nuggets. It was never us. No, no. It was always the friend.
1: Right. But, you know, we grew up, we got adult money, and now everyone just buys, unironically, dinosaur nuggets.
0: Right and the way they market it it feels like it should taste different or it should be special that they, they are But special. it isn't it, oh, it's just it isn't <laughs> i mean i mean it it isn't like flavor wise
1: mm-hmm. it's
0: only special because someone had a dinosaur shaped like cookie cutter
1: right right and it and it honestly it, it kind of feels like um you know just the the circle tyson nuggets have you know fallen to the bottom shelf
0: right yeah, that that nugget has almost gone to obscurity. Like next week's episode, Tyson nuggets. <laughs> Can't both wait. Fried and grilled. Fried and
1: grilled. Um, mm-hmm. But I would say that the the top tier, top 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 shelf is the uh, Tyson Buffalo chicken strips. Those are those you are think, the.
0: You think they made it mainstream outside of Buffalo?
1: I mean, maybe. But those Maybe. are the best those are the best thing in the freezer section.
0: Right. Those are something you want to be mainstream because you just want everyone to try it. Yeah, try it, guys.
1: Yeah. Delicious.
0: So what do you think about the country of Finland? Top shelf or bottom shelf?
1: Country of Finland. See, um, when people talk about going on trips to that part of the world, I think people say Sweden, you know, people will yeah. say Norway. And I, I feel like Finland should get a fair shake. You know, yeah. Finland bottom shelf. But should be higher.
0: Right. Well, you know, just because you're on the bottom shelf, it just means that the lines are shorter to enjoy what you have. Exactly. So I ima- like I imagine there's 30 people in Finland and they love their life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that I'm sure everybody, you know, in that part of the world is just awesome. I bet they're all super friendly, mm-hmm. incredibly nice, and you you could throw a dart at that part of the world and you'd have a good time wherever it lands.
0: Yep. And I think their cars fly. I might be making that up, but it feels oh, true.
1: Yeah. <laughs> if we say it enough, it has to be true. We're on yeah. the internet.
0: <laughs> uh, what? How do you feel about wagon wheel pasta?
1: Oh, oh, oh wagon wheel pasta. <laughs> I mean, see, when we say bottom shelf dreams, yes. when we say on the bottom shelf, we mean it's like a, a hidden treasure that yes. people should try and find. Nobody should eat Wagon Wheel noodles. No. <laughs> those, are, those are trash. Get those out of here.
0: No, you you think that the creator of Wagon Wheel pasta was just phoning it in? I
1: I think the test is if you bring it before an Italian person and they and they have an aneurysm, you're you're you've gone too far.
0: So, uh, you think Wagon Wheel pasta is like a a, a heresy against Italy.
1: Yeah, I'm not even I'm not even a, a Italian and I right. I think it's I it's too far.
0: Yeah, but you're protecting them. You're you, you say it cuz you care.
1: It's I mean, it's <laughs> it's it's awful. It's terrible. I mean, who <laughs> who goes to buy those?
0: Uh, you know, someone who I I guess has cut up hot dogs that they want to add with it?
1: <laughs> I don't I don't think I've ever been served a dish um, <laughs> with Wagon Wheel Pasta in it.
0: Right, right. Um, if if Wagon Wheel Pasta is not good enough for, uh, oh gosh, uh, the, the family pasta place. <laughs> Olive Garden? Olive Garden, yes. If it's not good enough for Olive Garden, you can assume it's trash.
1: <laughs> what would you say is the bottom shelfiest pasta?
0: I don't feel like Rigatoni gets a lot of love. Enough love? Yeah. I...
1: Um, yeah, because, like, rigatoni is, like, a a thicker ziti, right? I mean, you're the Italian.
0: Right. Well, you know, I can only say that penne has been in the spotlight way too long. Too long. Penne,
1: lasagna, and, like, angel hair or spaghetti pasta. Get that out of here.
0: Right. Rigatoni for me, please. Um, all right, moving on this weird (laughs) list. Um, There's a lot
1: of food-related things this week.
0: I know, I'm so hungry. We gotta um, eat.
1: We gotta eat dinner before we do these.
0: Yes. What, what do you think about President LBJ? <laughs> I,
1: oh man, oh Lyndon B Johnson. I, I told I, you
0: to look him up. Wait, Lyndon B Johnson. I thought it stands for LeBron James.
1: Oh <laughs> my gosh, that's incredible. Well, I mean, LBJ had the uh, the tough, um, you know, the tough responsibility of taking over after JFK. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, how do you, how do you, um, like, how do you, how do you recover from that? You know, like it's, he's, I mean, he kind of led the country out of, you know, uh, an era of kind of distrust of the government. Cause like Nixon and then JFK being assassinated. And then, man, I, I think LBJ is a bottom shelf president in terms of not getting enough recognition.
0: Right. I, you know, he probably defines the bottom shelf for presidents
1: in the in the sense of mm-hmm. sneaky good in terms of like yeah. but you know you know we we don't we don't throw you know Howard Taft in there like Howard Taft is not a bottom shelf president he's he's the goat he's the greatest of all time
0: wait wait um i consider Taft the 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 president you want to bring up when you want to impress your friends um really? that and martin van buren
1: <laughs> no howard Taft is the greatest cuz he's the he was the one that got stuck in a bathtub
0: oh yeah yeah that that puts you in a league of your own yeah he's he's
1: the greatest president of all time or um uh, what's his name uh like what's his name uh who was the who's the president that got uh he got the flu hold on he he was <laughs> given a speech and He died, like, two months into being president. I think Harrison, William Harrison, yeah, yeah, yeah. Old Tippecanoe. That was his nickname. Um, Oh my
0: gosh. Yeah, he, like... This became a historical podcast. It took a real left turn. (laughs) All I had to say was three letters L-B-J. Yeah, it's
1: game over. So the Uh, final
0: one mm -hmm. for Bottom Shelf is the Snoopy Snow Cone Maker.
1: (laughs) The Snoopy snow cone maker, mm-hmm. um, ah, man, I, I mean, anything peanuts related, um, is just instant, you know, Americana, right? Like that's, yeah. that's just iconic, and the Snoopy snow cone maker is iconic in and of itself. Um, and honestly, in terms of just like tchotchke, kind of iconic snow cone makers. That's that's the yardstick by which all other ones are (laughs) measured by. Um, I'm going to say that's top shelf.
0: Top shelf.
1: I don't see how it could be anything else, but...
0: Yeah, I mean, it it goes in the list, you know, baseball, apple pie, mom, you know, Snoopy, snow cone maker. Right, it's right there. It's right there. Well, anyways, you got 100% on that score. All correct
1: answers. Nailed it.
0: Uh, you and your friends can play Is It Bottom Shelf at home. <laughs> Just make sure you have the right answers. Yeah, exactly. Anywho, let's get to the, the meat of our show. Let's do it. And that's, this. there's so much here. Okay, so if you haven't read the title of the podcast or any <laughs> of the description, you know, we're talking about River City Melee Mock. On mm. um, some versions, it's called Battle Royal, but it's River City Melee. It's, it came out for the Switch and the PS4 and Steam. And um, a little story behind this is, you know, whenever I bring up a Nintendo Switch with Adam, uh, we talk about, you know, the games that everybody loves. Whenever we bring up um, Super Smash Brothers, you know, Adam kind of spits on the ground, crosses his arms, stomps his feet. And uh, that really challenged me to find uh, what would be a good bottom shelf uh, party brawler game. So, Adam, do you want to give some details about why why you do those things when people mention uh, the Smash Brothers Ultimate game on Switch?
1: Oh, absolutely. I this is one of my this is one of my things. I've been I've been steamed about this for a year, Mike. Um, yes. Ever since I got it. Uh, but uh, no, don't <coughs> get me wrong. It's a, it's a very polished product. It's, uh, it's got a very expansive, you know, character list, yada, yada, yada. But the game features, I don't know, 70 people now that they added Sora, uh, 80 people, maybe not 80, like 60 to 70 people. Nah, not 70. I don't even know how many people are in the game. There's a lot of people in the game. Uh, we, I should have Googled this. How many people are in Super Smash Bros? How big, I'm, I'm Google searching it right now, is the cast list? for super smash Bros. ultimate it's a great question the list there's 70 over 70 82 82 is the last
0: 82 one year or one away from my birthday
1: that's insane um and you know more than half i would bet are pokemon
0: (laughs) yeah that's (laughs) Um, probably fair
1: but i mean there's some great ones in there like sephiroth and uh kazia from uh uh what's it called i almost said street fighter i meant tekken uh he's in there uh but you know in this cast list of 82 characters you start the game off with six characters like just six characters and you have to grind basically you have to do either play the story mode or you have to play one-on-one battles with the computer over and over again 82 times to unlock all the characters that's insane to me like if you like the the selling point to this game is that you can pick it up and play it with your friends and you have a good time right and Mm -hmm. i i understand sure like unlocking characters has always been a part of the game right like you know from you know from smash bros to brawl to melee like you you had to unlock a decent size but you never had to unlock 85 percent of the roster that's insane and it's such a big hurdle to start with. Me and my brother got it to play like over Christmas Thanksgiving break last year, and mm-hmm. we started in, and we were like, we don't have any of our mains, so we're like, oh well, it can't take us too long. So then we decided to start to try and unlock some characters. Then we got bored and put it down and just started playing Mario Golf instead. Like it, it was <laughs> you know in a in a year where we got Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I had a better user experience with that than I did with Super Smash Bros and wow I know that that, and I know that that's a hot take, and I know that I said that I said that coming off a moment of anger, and mm-hmm. I do think that Smash Bros is a better game by far and away than cyberpunk twenty seventy seven but I was just so disappointed that I couldn't just pick up and play with my characters that I wanted to play with it it yeah. really it really made me upset
0: mm-hmm. yeah, and i I think as first impressions go, uh, that's not a very good first impression if you're trying to enjoy the Super Smash Bros. universe.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, I'm on I'm on the record as saying that, you know, Super Smash Bros. is one of my, you know, top ten favorite games of all time. Like, I, I love this franchise, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, Nintendo, you did me dirty on this.
0: Yeah. What boggles my mind is I know some of the groups behind Super Smash Brothers. I know that I know how hardcore they are. They don't care about story mode. When they go into matches, they turn off super moves and they turn off items, which I think is very boring thing to do. Um, But, you know, as professionals, you have to do that because you just want pure skill moves, nothing cheap. And the the thought of them having to grind it out just so they can uh, continue their esports tradition. It just doesn't seem like, didn't seem like that would fly with them.
1: Yeah. It's, it's crazy to me, and, like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I I think I remember seeing the, um, the average time to unlock all the characters, I think, is somewhere around 10 hours. Um, mm-hmm. It's insane. Uh, let's find out.
0: Well, I I'm did notice that there's only one WWE game on the Switch, and you can pay $5 extra to have everything unlocked, which... Um, I mean, the, the marketing scheme there, the money making just seems that seems a bit uh, that seems a bit extreme. I mean, I guess if you're in a hurry and you didn't intend on enjoying the game. Right. Maybe that's uh, but, you know, having to pay just to get the game in a in a in a playable state just seems a little a little insane to me.
1: Yeah, Like, don't get me wrong. Like, you can play it right out of the box with just the characters that you have. But like. I want to troll people with Wario, and like <laughs> I, I, I couldn't ride my motorcycle and eat things.
0: <laughs> right, right. There's none of that. The, he does the flatulent super move.
1: It's he's great. And uh, it's just it it blew my mind that I had to that I had to do it. Maybe maybe I'll, I'll take back the the ten hours thing. But um, oh wait, no. I think according to Tomsguide dot uh, it takes 11 hours to get everyone, uh, so fast pause. Yeah. So like, yeah, if you go through the story mode, it'll take 11 hours to unlock everyone.
0: Apparently business wrote about the eight characters and how long it takes to get them all. Uh, it's, yeah. It's so,
1: insane.
0: Yeah. But we didn't, we didn't bring here to talk about a top shelf item. No, no, Adam. no. I want to talk to about one. Yes. I want to talk to you about a franchise that's been around with the big boys like this is not this is not some you know new fangled trend that just came out and people just trying to make a game uh this is a game that's been around since the 80s and so um there's a game called or there's a series called niketsu high school and a whole universe has been created around niketsu high school um another ver- another thing that this is called is kunio kunio being the main character it's the kunio series so he's he's kind of the major person who's in all of these um so um this this whole franchise is about rival schools that fight each other um and they fight each other in soccer dodgeball baseball um they fight each other in um and the big one is kind of like just beating each other up like double dragon style. Um, so this whole series has been around since the Famicon. And um, if you've ever played the, the Dodgeball series, River City Ransom, um the, the one that just came out, they're super dodgeball brawlers, um, River City Soccer, um, Crash in the Boys. Um, it's not just it's not just uh, Scott pilgrim reference but it's based on a game that's based on this series and so these guys have been around for a long long time and they kind of wrote the book on beat-em-ups um niketsu high school or the kunio-kun series and they're going to keep making games like i think we're they've been making them on a yearly basis though a majority of them have gone to japan so that's a little backstory. And today's game is going to be developed by Arc Systems, um, the people that make the Guilty Gear series, which is another bottom-shelf dream that I wish we could talk more about. Someday. Yeah. And this is a party fighter, and it kind of came out of nowhere. Like, I've never heard of this. Usually, I'm on a lot of, like, fandom groups about the next party fighter. Um I was on I was on board with when Cartoon Network came out with their spin-off of Super Smash Brothers called Punch Time Explosion, Nickelodeon just came out with their knockoff of um Super Smash Brothers called Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl. Uh, PlayStation tried theirs with PlayStation All-Stars, but that one kind of fell and hit its head and died. Um then there's that indie one called Brawlout and there's another indie one called Bounty, uh, I think it's Bounty Hunter, no it's, it's got the word Bounty in it but it did horrible uh, no one really wants to play it so, and then there's River City Melee Mock um, can you tell us a little about how you play this game, Adam?
1: Man, uh, this, game is, this game is great like you were saying, it's a uh, by the, the ARC system uh, you can play it on you know, several platforms, you play it on the PC the Switch, PS4 um, but it's essentially just like a a two D um fighting uh sim. But you can play different. You can play a, a trillion different game modes. Um, you know, you got your traditional just two D battle, but you can play. You can play soccer. You can do um, you know, itemed combats. You can do side scrolling com- like literally any kind of game mode that you can think of exists in this game. Like you, you would never, you would never get bored. You can. You can jump into um, so many. Like, if you get bored with you know just a, a regular melee, um, you can you can jump into. You can play soccer. You can do you can do itemed gamed matches. You can do anything that you you could put your your mind to. I haven't dug into anything beyond uh, just uh, the regular melee combat, and uh, I saw the soccer one. That seemed super exciting. But you can you know you can play online. You can play uh, single player. You can, there's there's so many different uh, mm-hmm. game modes that you can try. You can even change up the difficulty level. Uh, if uh, you know it, it doesn't just. I you know, feel like a lot of games have adaptive difficulty these days. Um, and mm-hmm. this one is just like, hey, no, you can uh, you can adjust uh, the difficulty level. And um, yeah, so there's there's a couple different ones you do. There's even yeah. different game modes in uh, the battle. Format you do just like a battle royale you can do tag matches tag matches endless battles there's
0: team um, battle yeah all that good stuff
1: there's a whole bunch of um there's a whole bunch of uh, selectivity you can select um stages you can select item switching um you know there's yeah there's there's a there's a lot there
0: yeah and in in style with the kunio kun it's based on schools so schools fight each other um, not characters so each school comes with like i think five characters Yeah. And each like character that. has a stat and a set of moves so i want to say there's like 63 playable characters some um yeah because there's like there's a there's a ton of schools um and i think you even unlock them so right off the bat you have like 63 people to pick from not eight um Um, each school is kind of based on the Kunio universe. So if you've been playing since 1980, um, you're going to recognize the dodgeball school. You're going to, the, the history school, um, because the whole, the whole universe is like these schools always want to fight each other and prove that they're the best. Yeah. Uh, So you pick a school and then you get, you pick a fighter and then that fighter like gets into this, uh, battle Royale where you have to beat off. You have to beat up everybody until their energy just runs runs out and you're the winner. Um, and then after, like, one or three rounds, they declare who got the most points. Anything else I missed on that game?
1: Um, I mean, I would just say that the uh, if you love the aesthetic of, like, 2D side-scrollers, you're going to love this.
0: And most people don't appreciate Kunio-kun for being the foundation of a lot of our brawlers. Like, uh, Double Dragon, well, you know, they're part of the Double Dragon family, actually. Technos is the one that kind of is behind it. So, Technos also created Double Dragon. But, you know, you got games like Final Fight. Um, they are kind of, they kind of have Kunio Kun to thank, um, for, for all the fun that they did. So, you know, in fact, in fact, cool thing about this, actually, is... That this battle royal. This is a game based on the battle royal, but the battle royal used to be like tacked on to the games. So you would play a Kunio Kun game, and then you would pick the battle royal mode, which would be on like River City Ransom or one of the Japanese games. And um, basically, they took this extra mode and turned it into a fully fleshed game. DOTA. Mm-hmm. No. One thing I don't I don't have enough money to buy Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Is there a story mode in there?
1: Yeah, there
0: isn't. There is a story mode. There's
1: a story mode and there's like a classic mode. Ah, uh, okay. There's a story mode where you go through and you can uh, complete different missions and stuff like that. And then the classic mode is just like the typical. Oh, hey, you fight this guy, fight this guy, do a challenge, fight this guy, fight this guy, fight a boss.
0: Right, right. Well, there's also a story mode. Um, as each school rep- is each school is trying to fight, like solve um, a mystery of like who keeps beating up all their classmates, and it always leads to this one school. Um, I think one of the schools that you you fight is like this a school that just wears tiger masks. They all and, they're uh, all
1: themed. Yeah, they're and, all themed. Yeah, like you're saying, there's like a soccer school. There's a uh, mm-hmm. whatever, but they all have like themed levels where you know interesting environmental mm-hmm. things can happen,
0: yeah. So, one of the things I wanted to talk about is how much I love uh, the river city or yeah, how river city's physics works, where you can knock a guy in the air and you can juggle him around, or you can like hit him against a wall, he bounces off the wall and you kick him again. Um, or just having some of the options to like just pick up a guy um doing a pile driver on him and then just uh you know picking him up again just to to use him as a bat (laughs) on another guy right right yeah
1: yeah and you know that's what that's what makes this game you know such a delight right like it's it transports you right to another time and another place
0: yeah i mean i absolutely i absolutely like this could be just fan service but i i love the mechanics of this game i love that uh I love how tight and how creative the the controls are. Um, you know, even though there's 63 characters, um, each character has like a variety of moves they do. And, um, and and the game only has like, I think it only has three buttons, like, you know, punch, kick and jump. Right. And like, you can like double hit to dash and you have to use those to figure out what your moves are. Um it's not like in other party fighters where you just hit the special button with, you know, special left, special right, special up, special down. Dash, yeah. Yeah. You have to figure out, like, you dash, jump, punch. That does not move. Of course, they're all written down so that you can figure it out. But, you know, I thought that was cool that you, you kind of have to figure out what your character has.
1: Yeah. And, you know, to go along with that, no one character is exactly a carbon copy of another one like they Mm -hmm. they they all have varying levels of stats they have varying levels you know things that they're Mm -hmm. they're good at like characters that are have a lot of health um you know there and then there's characters that just don't and Mm -hmm. yeah there's like a nice little um variation especially um when you get into like team battle or like team battle modes you know you you gotta kind of there's some strategy there Mm
0: mm-hmm yeah, especially because if your your partner AI dies yeah. within the first few minutes and leaves you to fight off the last two guys. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I never like going through the story mode, I, I think it's it has to be around like ten ten matches. Yeah, it's and pretty then funny. you fight the last boss or the last school. You know, I never felt like it was it was like too long. Like it just it felt like an arcade mode. Um and, you know, you get, a, you get a cute little story about the school and you get a lot of uh, weird Japanese culture, um, like when when they decide who wins the tournament each time and, you know, the ref decides it's your people. And then all the rest of the teams, like they do this weird fishy swim off into the sky thing. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, like that is just a treat to watch.
1: I mean, it's classic, just like throwback Nintendo, right? Just weirdness. Fake com Sorry. Yep. Um. But yeah, there's, you know, there, there's so much variability in, in the game and, um, the goofiness and you know the items kind of you know come into play with, uh, you know each of the characters and the music. The music is, you know, if you love retro game and retro music, like that's mm-hmm. like this is the game for you.
0: Yeah. And now the great thing about it is. Nintendo is stubborn, right? They come out with a game that they think you're going to love: a Zelda, a Metroid, a Mario, and that sucker stays sixty dollars until well it's, it stays sixty dollars until the switch is done for. Um, very seldom do these games ever go down in value, and, which is is frustrating if you just want to play a Legend of Zelda game, you know, but you don't have a lot of money, especially if that game's like five or six years old um but this game, in all its characters, no DLC, has always just been fifteen dollars. That's what it was on Steam. Though I, I bought it on sale, so even better. Um, I th- did you get yours on Switch or Steam?
1: Uh, I got it on Switch.
0: Yeah, that's the way to go.
1: Um, yeah, because it, it 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 feels uh, it feels right, <laughs> and I I definitely think that you wanna you wanna play this game with a a controller.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's there's just it was made for consoles, especially especially ones that are portable. I think just do a really good job on this
1: for sure. And it's, you know, the 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 one I guess criticism if you want to have of um uh with the Switch is that it's, you know, the the screen quality isn't quite there or it doesn't have enough processing ability. Um, mm-hmm. like this game doesn't run into any of those problems, right? Like it's it's you know old school in its graphics. It doesn't take up a lot of space, and I don't know it runs like a dream.
0: Yeah, and probably if it was like a hundred percent old school, like it looked, it tried. Like some games try to look so eight bit, they're trying to prove that they can be so old school that they have to degrade their graphics. Right. Um, they didn't do that so much in this game as you can tell you know the brightness and the the crispness of the sprites um really like pump it up to the next generation level so you know i really appreciated that i actually felt like i was buying a game that was sometime within this decade
1: <laughs> yeah no definitely it's um no it 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 kind of i'm looking for the words um but it's it definitely feels like a a modern upgrade to a um a classic, but the classic doesn't exist. If that makes sense, right? Um, yeah, I know. It's it's everything that you kind of want, like you were saying, in a mm-hmm. um, in a party brawler,
0: right? One of the things that like uh, Super Smash Brothers culture when they get obsessed about Super Smash Brothers, like the the real pros, they get rid of they get rid of all the weapons and all the power ups and all the specials mm-hmm. because that's how real pros play. Right, of course, um, and I really think that the the power ups and the specials in this game kind of make it what it is, um just because of how cool it is to use a bat to like knock your player to the other side of the room, then you throw the bat at them right, and then you know you you pick up dynamite and you throw it, and then you eat like this weird pine cone thing, and you your character grows like eight eight times its size
1: right exactly, and uh it kind of, it harkens to this time of, you know, like in Double Dragon, right, where you're just walking down the street and you you punch a garbage can and get a whole chicken. Yeah. Uh, uh, Yeah, like in this game, anything that you can think of can turn into a weapon. Soccer balls, um, you know, bats, um, you know, basically whenever you see a, um, (laughs) like an anime, whenever you have your stereotypical... Mm -hmm. um, stereotypical gang fight you know whatever items you're gonna see there is, is what you're gonna get here and um yeah they they and they don't feel out of place like there's there's just some items in smash Bros. where you're like um, why is there a beam sword here right now i'm right. playing as link fighting ike this epic sword fight between two of the greatest sword fighters in nintendo history and you know, one of them just has a ray gun, or has a smart bomb from Star Fox, and you're just like, okay, I guess.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah. That, I mean, that's the important part is that you can take away, you can be the Super Smash Brothers snob, take away all that, all that stuff. Um, and you know, there's a whole culture around that. But like, if you took it out of this game, like the game would lose, would lose half of its what makes it special about gameplay.
1: Right, and it. It's exactly like you were saying. It feels integral to the game, right? Like mm-hmm. it just makes sense. Like if you ran up on a bunch of high school punk youths in Japan and they were having a gang fight, you would expect them to have bats.
0: Right. Absolutely. And if you've ever played a River City Ransom, uh there's just the first thing you do is you go for a tire, you go for a pipe because there's that just there's just something so satisfying about hitting your players and uh, Everybody knows kind of like the trope for River City Ransom when you hit a guy and they they have a little maybe a little word bubble at the bottom that says barf um, because that's what you say when you get defeated in River City Ransom. You you tell your audience that you barfed and uh, that that kind of turned into like a pop culture reference. Right.
1: Yeah. And that's 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 so um, uh, offhandedly charming about this game. Right. Like you're Mm -hmm. you're. I think also another thing that's nice about the game is that it's it's how harmonious it is within its own universe, right? Like, it's it it kind of exists in this universe where it's just normal that these high schoolers are fighting each other, and it doesn't have to it doesn't have to explain why you know Samus has to come through forty five different dimensions in order to fight. Pokemon Trainer Red from the Pokemon series, like right. it just it just knows that it's a brawler and it you know it doesn't shy away from it.
0: Yeah, and when the story is ridiculous, it it just kind of leans into it, right? And yeah, and says that's what we got, take it or leave it.
1: Right. It's it's not ashamed, um, um, you know. Be honest about you know what it what it is. Right. It's unashamedly um a multiplayer 2d brawler
0: yes um and i, I just counted there's 43 weapons in the game
1: please hit, hit us with some of them
0: uh there's the stun gun the stun <laughs> rod right the white bamboo shoot bamboo shoot young bamboo hot sauce boxing glove brass novel knuckle heavy dumbbell big dumbbell dumbbell baseball bowling ball shot Fake so wand.
1: many dumbbells. They had to specify which dumbbell, right? Which.
0: Fake wand, lovely wand, magic wand, golden bat, a uh, boken, black boken, grenade, shuriken bomb, bomb.
1: Uh, I love what games do that. <laughs> yeah. Just like, oh, here's a grenade,
0: <laughs> right?
1: Um, Yeah. So there's, you know, for every sick and twisted item, fantasy. You know, if, you know, if you loved ECW, if you loved, (laughs) you know, street brawls, this is the game for you, man. Yeah. Or woman.
0: This is, this is backyard wrestling. Mm -hmm. Exactly.
1: Um, and you know, it's a, it's a, it's a ton of fun and, um, you know, I haven't had the, uh, the opportunity, um, play it with another person. Um, but, um, I can imagine, uh, you know, getting tons of hours of of fun from this. Uh, you know,
0: no, one thing. One thing we didn't mention is there's a there's a management system so it's not just you picking a school and then just picking a character and bashing people's brains out. It's, you know, with each round you have to pick a person in that school and then they, you know, you you get beaten up and then in the second round you you really can't pick that same person again because half their health is missing and you have to manage who's up next. So it's like you have to manage which character you pick next to, to fight. So you, you know, you kind of have to say, well, you know, if this is going to be a hard fight, I want my, my a, my a character. If not, I just want this minion dude.
1: Right. Yeah. There's, um, you know, there's just not that in smash bros, right? Like it's in mm-hmm. smash bros, you're, um. you know, picking a guy that you can hit a faster than somebody else.
0: Right. and, you know this kind of leans into the other part of it is that i could not find anyone online and even when the switch is dead you're going to still find people online for super smash brothers that's just it's just true it's too big to fail um and you know i'm i'm happy that nintendo has at least one foot in the door for the online market which you know other other maybe other consoles maybe have a better head start but at least nintendo you know is holding on to super smash brothers and possibly splatoon um but it, it is sad that a game like this you can't find anyone online to play Um uh, maybe in japan i in fact i really think that japan um you would be able to find one no problem um but yeah, it, to play with yeah it just it, it, it didn't carry over too well here yeah
1: you know you, you can't argue with the longevity of melee and um yeah like people are always going to play no matter,
0: you know, no mm-hmm. matter
1: what's out on the market and uh, you know that's kind of nintendo's brand right like they know you're gonna buy the next breath of the wild they, they know you're gonna buy the samus game you know they don't have to come up with like new and exciting things they don't have to so they don't have to grow. They don't have to adjust. Release. You know mm-hmm. what they have, and 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 this, you know, River City Ransom stuff. Like it, it all is. It's it's a breath of fresh air, right? It's it's mm-hmm. unlike you know anything, um, you know that's that's on the market. Like in, especially yeah. when you take into consideration the strategy aspect that we we really should be more excited about, right? Like that's like you know what other kind of like brawl based game you know has that, right? Like. There's a depth of, of strategy. There's a final, uh, you know, Final Fantasy, you know, depths of, of strategy that we're talking about here.
0: Yeah, I would certainly, uh, you know, I've, I feel like since the Wii, the Wii kind of started it, um, people have noticed that the greatest draw, or it's it's slowly becoming the greatest draw to the Switch, is the fact that the Switch can get um, these quirky and fun Japanese games. Um, like if you've ever gone down the Nintendo store, um, you know, every fifth choice is either like a, an anime dating sim, um, a graphic novel playthrough, um, or like a slice of life type game. And I think that's, what's drawing, um, more people to Nintendo because, um, that's where you find the quirky stuff now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Exactly um yeah no it's yeah nintendo's got a a weird sort of um foot in two different worlds right like yeah. they you know they got one foot in you know their biggest market being japan and mm-hmm. um you know they got their other foot in um the west right where they they you know they have to that's where they're gonna make you know most of their you know, most of their sales and by golly they've been making you know their, you know, the, the biggest selling console in, you know, generations.
0: And that boggles my mind that a system that can to- tout itself as like, uh, we're not nearly as strong as that other system. Um, our, load, our load times might be a little bit longer. Um, we might lag in a few graphical adjustments. Um, our system only can give you 32 gigabytes of storage. And somehow like the hardcore gamers are like, yeah, yeah, you know, that's where I want to be. You know, nuts nuts to you and your one tetrabyte <laughs> um <laughs> systems with 4K resolution and ray tracing. You know, give me give me this uh red and blue thing that plays uh you know Beach Girls Summer Fun, the graphic novel.
1: Yeah, there's I don't there's something to be said about um you know it being the handheld um you know uh console on the market and you know steam is going to or valve rather is going to have you know something to say about that and you know very coming soon soon but it's it's not going to be the same uh you know nintendo you know really has the the corner of the market like you were saying in mm-hmm. those kind of games but really what they have is um they, you know they just dominate the the you know the under eighteen market right mm-hmm. like they uh you know they just they just own um you know with animal crossing and pokemon and um mm-hmm. the, like they you know they don't you know they don't they don't stand to lose anything right like they they're they're untouchable yep. but so, I, oh, yeah but oh sorry I, I guess to just finish to finish the thought um i think that allows them. To make these like kind of quirky games, right? or release these quirky games, because you know they don't have to worry about it. They're like, we'll make enough money from Breath of the Wild. We can release, you know uh, some crazy like we can we can make a bunch of you know persona games. we can do a bunch of uh, river City mm-hmm. melee games. like it it doesn't matter. Like we're, we're this isn't we know we're not gonna make money from this. who cares if we release a you know a third edition of Katamari Dreams? Like we know we're not gonna <laughs> make money from it. We have the the highest grossing IP in the history of the world in Pokemon. Like you know, they don't don't have to worry about anything.
0: Yeah, and a part of that intrigues and disgusts me, um, because I never want a game system to to succeed based on one IP and feel and like neglect all the other ones, um, which Nintendo tends to do. They're like, as long as we have our Link, Mario playing some sports, and maybe a Samus you know, upgrade here or there and you know maybe some Pokemon free games, then you know, we're good. You know, the money just comes pouring in and, you know, we don't have to worry about Bayonettas or Devil May Cry or Crisis or any of that. Um, you know, usually I would despise that. Um but somehow Nintendo does it in such a way where you can have you can you can own a Switch and just live off of the indie titles. And like the fun, quirky games, if you want, you don't have to ever pick up a Mario game. Um, Or you can just go head first into Mario this, Mario that, Samus this, Samus that, and never have to realize that there's third party games.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely not. Like, you couldn't tell me that, you know, some 10 year old on the bus with the Switch playing Mario Kart with his friends has any idea what Octopath Traveler is, but it's there if you want it.
0: Exactly, exactly. Uh take you know, right now Nintendo is they just released all the Game Boy Final Fantasy games in one bundle.
1: It's insane.
0: And a part of me is like, I want that just because that's something so special, something so weird. Well, anyways, Adam, you know we can't have a Sunday podcast without the cherry on top. So let's pretend that River City Melee mock is is in the place is on the throne where Super Smash Brothers is. Uh what kind of uh what kind of other franchises do you think you could get into the game as like DLC or as season updates?
1: And I I think the the way that you would go about it is that you would make them as like separate schools, right? Right. And I mean I I think you would have to make your your way around to, you know, all the all the fighting games, right? You'd have your Tekken's, your Street Fighters, they would all have, you know, side scrolling two D Chibi versions of themselves, right? Like there's no way um, that, you know, they wouldn't try to put Guile in there and Ryu and Ken, right. right? There's there's no way. Um So I, I think that's a I think that's a given. Um but I think the, the really exciting things would be when they start getting into weird stuff, because, like, that's what they do, right? They they don't just do the expected. They do, you know, the, the quirkiness. And I, I would love for them to maybe, you know, get into some really weird, really niche kind of Japanese-specific pop culture. Um, mm-hmm. I would love if they had, like, a mascot school where they just have, you know, like, Hello Kitties and, like...
0: Just... I was just thinking that. <laughs> Hello Kitty
1: hello kitty just any and all kind of mascots that you can think of um i would love for them to pull in like a a power rangers um uh you know just anything and everything but then also i mean you know with the connection with nintendo um i would love to see maybe you know the the mother kids to be in there you know the ness lucas ah yes those guys i mean you know they're already kids right they're they're going to a school somewhere in japan um, you know, right. I think it's a, a natural transition. Um, but yeah, so you know, that's that's kind of what I would I would uh naturally kind of assume would be a, a natural um transition in in the game. What do you think?
0: Well, I love the idea of having Hello Kitty and her puppy friend and all those others joining. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I like the ex uh, the idea of obscure characters uh, i was trying to look up some other ones um oh shoot it just it just slipped my mind so i'm gonna just go for my obvious answer um if you could get like mascots from fast food companies yes. joining in the fight like here's the mcdonald's school here's the wendy's school <laughs> burger king filet yeah chick Fil A. that would be i think that would just that would merit a purchase you think so yeah
1: that would be an insta-buy for you?
0: Yep. I mean, um, it already wasn't insta-buy, but I right, right, might right. insta-DLC. Right, right.
1: Do you think, and I, I think that the uh, this game mode would lend itself really interestingly in the realms of, you know, the whole Battle Royale craze right now. I think, uh, you know, I, I think it could, um, you know, I could see a, a Battle Royale version of this game, right, where you're in a 3D environment. Or, you know, let's keep it 2D. And you know you're battling online other care other people, and you know you have a rotating team of dudes, and you know you're battle royaling to the death. Uh So like you know you bring your best five, someone brings their best five, and um you know you just rotate through battles, and you try to survive in you know in a in an online
0: environment. I think that works really well. Also, as I'm looking, there's a lot of Hello Kitty. Like, just bottom-shelf characters. Yeah. Like, Peckle the Duck. No one talks about Peckle. Or Pom-Pomp. Not that
1: people are talking about Pom-Pomp.
0: Yeah, right. I know the frog one, but that's it. Karopi. That's a whole episode. That's our next episode. Hello Kitty, obscure characters. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, I think that that satisfies the... um, what we're looking for, though, I I feel like Naruto would be also a a good choice.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, any anything with like a cast of like kid characters that are kind of school centric, yeah, just lend itself right in. You know, your My Hero Academia's, you know, your I, I you name it, and mm-hmm. I would love to, maybe uh you know your your Bleach's, whatever it is, whatever the kids are into these days, Demon Slayer. I guess that's yeah. the popular one. Um yeah there's there's a lot to be um you know there's there's a lot out there and I think the the school system I think is the way in right for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I I'm totally satisfied and like every episode I just feel like we can leave knowing that we gave we gave arc systems, technos, we gave them the keys to the kingdom and all they have to do is follow our advice and you know they'll be sitting on a, a pot of gold, so you know you're welcome. And you know maybe one of our twenty one listeners will be the CEO of Technos, maybe.
1: Right, right. And we're just assuming that they can, you know, speak English and enjoy English speaking podcasts.
0: <laughs> and yeah, yeah, I I dream high and I expect big. <laughs> That's
1: what I'm saying. And mm-hmm. you know, uh, I I guess the the biggest thing that we're gonna leave you with um this episode and very much so like our, our uh Korean uh, cinema TV show episode is that there's a whole world of, of games available um to you outside of you know your call of duties and your Assassin's Creeds and your FIFA's and you know, there's uh-huh. there's a there's a lot to
0: explore out there. In fact and, the Kunio kun probably includes a Call of Duty and a FIFA. So <laughs> you can get everything you need just based on that one universe
1: yeah ex- exactly and you know i'm I'm not saying that you know uh I'm not saying that River C- River City melee mock is going to be the next squid games, but I mean you know so far in terms of cultural phenomenons, we are one for one telling our audience to check something out and then it exploding into a worldwide hit so you know i'm just I'm saying we got the magic touch Mike
0: yeah um we are we're the prophets of culture and when we speak things come into existence um you know i hope i'm being humble about it because in in a week i think all of uh, times square will just be in japanese with hello kitty and uh, river city uh, stuff all around
1: yeah absolutely <laughs> you know never mind the the slow and steady cultural yeah. ingrounds that korean cinema has made it was us and we,
0: <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, all they did all the hard work. All they needed was a good hype man.
1: Really they just needed two dudes <laughs> in Rochester, New York. Yeah. Talk about it on their internet show. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, even a broken clock is right twice a day.
0: Right. Right. So anyways, if you like our podcast, uh, This is this is what you get us talking about things that are in no way connected with each other media wise, but they're all just on the fact that they don't get enough love and enough attention. So really, you're just listening because you like the sound of our voices. And that's okay with me.
1: Yeah, I'm totally fine with that.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes, they say that we're a good podcast to fall asleep to.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we don't get, you know, we don't get too up in our volume unless one of us is upset about Super Smash Bros. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, which we bring up once a, once a podcast. (laughs) I usually have to edit it out.
1: Like, to me, it's the ultimate example of why I do this podcast. Uh, You know, it, because I can't think of a a product that's more top shelf than Super Smash Bros. And, you know, this, this, if this episode goes to prove anything... There's a lot out there on the bottom shelf that's just as good.
0: Yep. So if you agree with us and you think River City Melee Mach deserves the love that we just gushed on it, please, please talk to us. We have a Discord called 180 Fun. It'll, I'll have a link in our, uh, you know, I'll have a link in the description on how to get a hold of us. Please join us. We'd love to talk to you about video games, comic books. Anything on the bottom shelf. Shoot, we'll even throw in the top shelf if you're nice. Um, But never the middle shelf. Ew, gross.
1: Maybe maybe the middle shelf is the true bottom shelf.
0: Yes. But, you know, thank you for listening to us. Um, Maybe Ivy will come back and do another movie episode. I hope so. Um, Adam, any final thoughts?
1: Yeah. uh, Go watch... uh... Go watch uh Squid Games if you haven't seen it.
0: (laughs) And my final thought is if you own a Switch, look up the deals, but try not to look too close at some of those uh anime graphic novel games. They get a little too romantic. A little too romantic.
1: (laughs) Um (laughs) wild. Well, Mike, I'm I'm so psyched that we you know, we, we talked about, you know, uh the game this and Hopefully, you know, into the future, hmm. you know, we'll do a snack episode. Really yes.
0: Snack Next week, we're talking about underrated waifu pillows. Anyways, I've been Mike. Uh, I don't know how to follow that, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Forgive me. I, I uh, think you
1: just got us canceled by Joe. Yes. <laughs>
0: Anyways, have a great night, everybody. Good night. Right.